Hello and welcome to today's episode. This episode is shared with one of my friends, Mila, who's from Argentina. And I'm so happy to tell you that this is the first episode of the Delighted Mariam podcasts. So here we go. Let's get started. several questions to ask Mila and this is the very first one. So Mila, how do you like living in Argentina? Argentina, I love being Argentinian. I'm not exactly patriotic, so I wouldn't say we're better than anyone else, which is kind of like what people think about Argentinians sometimes that we We think a lot of ourselves, but I do love the country. I love the culture. I love um, the traditions. It's where I'm from. It's where I was born. It's where my whole family comes from. Um, it's where uh, all of or most of my friends live. Um, and so I feel really attached to it, of course. I think. It's a beautiful country. There are so many beautiful places to visit in Argentina. Uh, the people are generally very nice. It's, it's what, I, what I find, what I've come across. Uh, people being re really helpful and charitable. Um, I haven't visited many places just a few touristic places it's a huge country so for people who maybe don't know much about it it's enormous <laughs> i mean um it's very big and uh i've only been to some places we have some beautiful uh falls the iwasu falls which we share with brazil uh we have the beautiful patagonia in the south Uh, that's very, very nice to visit. Um, it's just a great place overall, but it, it, it can be frustrating to live here. Um, we do have a lot of economic issues. We, we are used to being um, in economic crises. So right now we're going through a big one and it is frustrating of course uh, it's frustrating uh, being a young person not being able to um, make as much money as we would like to uh, it's hard to see our friends uh, leave the country but we sort of get used to it uh, over time which is a bit sad but I think what what I love the most about this country and living here is that um, it's very interesting. Sometimes uh, I think about how comfortable it must be to live in other countries because of course every country, uh, every place has its own particular problems, right? Its own particular issues and um, it, no place is perfect at all. But in Argentina, you are never bored. <laughs> Basically, there's always something going on. 
sometimes reality gets so weird <laughs> that it's actually fun um not in the sense of the economic crisis of course but in the sense that this this country is like it's people and the things that that we go through are so like unimaginable for other people that we're constantly entertained where do you think a tourist should visit in Buenos Aires and do you think the tourists need to know Spanish when traveling to Argentina? I love Buenos Aires. It's the city where I live and I really enjoy living here. I think for tourists, they are sometimes impressed by the fact that some areas of Buenos Aires look a lot a lot like Paris. There's a lot of Parisian influence in some of the architecture um, of certain parts of the city. It's also a very hectic city, um, but there are certain touristic spots that I really love. Uh, there's the um, uh, neighborhood of Recoleta, which is very beautiful. There are nice open spaces. Also in Palermo, we have uh, huge parks. Um, I recommend coming around October or November. I think that's the perfect season. It would be spring here uh, to come to Buenos Aires and I would suggest going to the museums. I mean, if you are an art enthusiast, Buenos Aires is amazing. There's such a big artistic scene here. Um, I think that, that the museums are, are a great choice. And if you don't enjoy museums, there is also a beautiful bookstore, which used to be a theater. It's called El Ateneo Gran Splendid. We have a very nice cemetery, which is really weird, but it's a very touristic spot. And you do, I mean, if you do, speak Spanish or some Spanish that would be ideal because you you will be able to communicate and also because I think going to a different country uh, it's always nice to be able to speak a few words but if you don't speak Spanish it's fine you can speak English or you can make your, yourself understood by like signing, <laughs> making signs with your hands, um, pointing at things. <laughs> I mean, in the most, uh, in the more touristic spots, you will always find someone who speaks English. Um, otherwise, they might understand some other languages. I don't think Farsi is one of them. <laughs> but yeah, maybe you should know a few words like hola, which is hi 
Gracias, which is thank you. And yeah, that's it. Great. And another question. This is a question I had in my mind and I really couldn't wait to ask you. Why are you so interested in learning Farsi? I first learned about Farsi by watching the movie Persepolis years ago. Like, I don't know how many years ago, maybe eight. And when I saw that movie, I really loved it. And then I read the book, which is by um, Marjan Satrapi. I don't really know how to pronounce that in Farsi. But I was really hooked and got really interested in um, Iranian culture. And I really wanted to learn more about the country. Therefore, I started um, looking for Iranian things. And since Iran has such a good movie um, culture, uh, cinematic culture, um, I saw a few internationally recognized uh, films. And when I saw those films, first of all, I really enjoyed them. And second of all, I loved the language. And I realized that it sounded very beautiful to me. Plus, I really like learning languages in general. So I had learned English and French to an advanced level. And I had started learning German. And so I wondered, would I be able to pick up another language, one with a different alphabet, a different writing system. I thought that sounded really challenging, but in a good way. I had seen friends learning, I don't know, Japanese or Korean, and I wanted to, to experience that myself. So that's why I started learning Farsi, and I don't really speak much yet but i can read the alphabet i can understand a few words and i think it's such a lovely language it's so interesting people here in argentina always ask me why do you learn farsi so they are very confused by the fact that i learned it because to us um the language is not very well known sometimes they think it's the same as arabic Sometimes they don't know where it's spoken or they think that um, that it's like Latin, like a dead language. And of course, I get quite upset when that happens. Um, but most people are really receptive, receptive to it and they, they find it really interesting as well. So um, I hope to learn more. Nice. And have you been thinking about traveling to Iran? Traveling to Iran is one of my goals in life. I really want to go there. It's up there in my top three destinations, I think. Um, I really want to go there and study the language. I am. I just started uh, really learning the language with um, a professor uh, online. She is 
in Iran. Her name is Sara, <laughs> Sara. And um but I would really really love to go there and to be immersed in the culture and to to maybe do a a Farsi course there and but I want to be surrounded by the language. I want to um feel the need to speak it because I think that's a an ideal way to learn a language to be forced to to talk to natives and to do everyday things in language so I really want to go to Iran I don't know exactly uh where which places I would like to visit I know that I would love to go to Tehran um I think it's a beautiful city even though I have never been there but then I would I would really love to visit the whole country or like to see some of the uh other regions or more like the countryside I would really like to um, be more in contact with the culture I know that Tehran uh might be different um so I would really like to to experience Iran in a more comprehensive way uh I I do follow some Iranian people on Instagram and some well like you <laughs> like Maryam and I follow some accounts which show um pictures of Iran and Tehran and so I always want to go to Golistan Palace. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm not going to mention any other Persian things because I don't know how to pronounce them and I don't want to make a fool of myself. But uh yeah, I would love to go there. I think the architecture is so beautiful and everything is so different over there from um like western countries that I think it would be amazing an amazing experience and if I get to travel there I would want to to do a language course and finally do you think you spend a lot of time on social media yes I definitely feel like I spend too much time on social media and um I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to spend as much time on Instagram or Twitter, but it's really hard for me. I think it's uh, very addictive and I don't really have many addictions <laughs> like I I I don't have a very addictive personality with other things, but with my cell phone I can't seem to put it down. So Mostly I spend time chatting with friends on or on Instagram or on Twitter. So those apps are the ones that really take up most of my time and I hate feeling like I'm scrolling for no reason. I hate feeling like I don't want to miss out on anything because really it takes away from my productivity, it takes away from um reading from doing other things from learning languages so i i have tried many things 
not many work <laughs> because sometimes I delete the apps uh, when I feel like I'm spending too much time on them I tend to delete either Twitter or Instagram um, but then eventually I feel like I need them again so I download them again and the cycle continues um, what I did recently was download an app called Daywise I'm not sure if it's available for both um, iOS and Android I have Android so it does work on Android it's called Daywise D-A-Y-W-I-S-E and what that does is block all pop-up notifications or most of them of course uh, you're avail you're uh, you're capable of setting up like uh, what which notifications you want to block uh, so I don't block most of uh, some of my chats because I want to get the notification immediately but it does block email um, notifications Twitter Instagram and a lot of other notifications which I normally didn't know I was getting so what the app does is to collect them all and to give them to you in batches so I get one batch at 8 a.m. another one at noon another one at 5 p.m. and another one at, at um, 10 p.m. I think I get four batches throughout the day and I see which notifications the app has blocked of course in the meantime I do open social media so it's not foolproof but I really like the fact that it blocks the pop-up because that can be so distracting and we don't realize how much attention we pay to the notifications so if someone is annoyed by not notifications like me I would highly suggest downloading Daywise <laughs> this is not an ad <laughs> I don't work with them um, and the app I think is quite new uh, so it's still being developed or something but I, I have really found it useful <laughs> Muchas gracias Mila and thank you so much for accepting this collaboration and thank you guys for listening to this episode and every Thursday we will have a new episode. Bye bye. Solo por volverte a ver.